0: What's up ladies and gentlemen, it's Mr. C from The C Report, and I'm stopping in for just a sec to encourage you guys to head over to TheCReport.com. At TheSeaReport.com, you can get more information on The Sea Report, check out episode resources, follow our blog and get new articles every week, join our mailing list, and stay abreast on the latest news and information. That's right, head on over to TheSeaReport.com, that's www.TheSeaReport.com, and be sure to follow us on our social medias, Truth Social, Rumble, Twitch, Clout Hub, and hill.net testing people who get bootstraps. That's how they did us, Texas. That's how they did us. They passed an election in Texas. Any of you guys think that should vote was set up by the FBI. Busting down the walls of not just the political rhinos, but... as someone who knows a thing or two every now and then. Wanna vote on election day? well good afternoon america how is everyone doing today good afternoon texas i hope all is well out there and abroad i hope all is well out there and abroad and welcome to a brand new week we're doing it here live today it is uh, monday November 28th, 2022. My tie's a little crooked. Pardon, no more. And good afternoon, good afternoon. Welcome. You are watching Lone Star State News, and uh, it is a brand new episode. Welcome. If you're watching this live, thanks for being here. Uh, And uh, if you're catching that replay, hey, 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 thanks for catching that replay. I'm your host, Mr. C, also known as Michael Aaron Cossidus. And. We're here to talk uh, some Texas news and current events for the next hour or so, and uh, I hope you guys had a great weekend. Pretty good weekend indeed, ladies and gentlemen, if I do say so myself, uh, over here at C-Studio, you know, just getting some stuff done and uh, uh, working on, um, you know, uh, just things for the show and the channel. And, uh, well, Mr. CTV in general throughout the uh, weekend. Uh, Gonna do a little bit of housekeeping before we get today's show started. Uh, Before we dip into a little bit of that Texas news. uh, Just wanted to update some of the uh, channels out there and beyond. Like I said, if you're watching us over at Rumble, Twitch, Pilled, Foxhole, uh, Clout Hub. um, Welcome, welcome, Odyssey, Trovo. You know, been having fun over there. Wanted to uh, welcome the new subscribers over at Rumble, over at Twitch. Uh, Thanks for joining along on these merry adventures of I, Mr. C, and sharing and uh, reporting new stories out to you all. Um, you know, whether it's the Texas news that you're into or the America first election integrity news, it's all, it's all synonymous here at Mr. CTV, whether it's chatting in the dark about uh, rabbit hole type topics, uh, or even just, you know, uh, hanging out and chatting with your friends and fam in the chat rooms across the board, you know, thanks again for, uh, for, uh, you know, being a subscriber or following along, you know, now uh, if we can get some uh, thumbs up, some pills, red pills, you know, and some uh, uh, likes and uh, rumbles. Thanks again for supporting the broadcast, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, To our repeat offenders over at pilt.net, get that subscriber badge, repeat offenders. It's, It's nice and pretty. It's always great to see Return, return audience members, long-standing here at Mr. CTV, since, you know, the days of the C report are repeat offenders, you know, I just wanted to give some of you guys a shout out. If you're there in the audience today, I'll see you guys in a minute. Uh, who do we have? Uh, one, two, three, SKG, Rail Kiss, Sean, Joe, the Speak Uneasy, a Boneless Chicken. Thanks guys. We also have some, uh, we had some new um, subscribers over at, well, I mean, I guess they're not so much new, but also over at Twitch. So thank you all for subscribing. And I apologize. I don't have your names right off the hand, Uh, but your support for the show is much appreciated. You know, over at PILD, they've been doing a lot of uh, uh, modifications, updates, upgrades, leveling up, I guess you could say. So, you know, uh, you guys having fun over there with the stickers. And now we have, of course, uh, we have the subscription levels for those who want to really support, show their support for uh, what... uh, I do here at Mr. CTV as well as support uh, the platform over at pills.net. Uh, well, there's no cooler way to do it. I was actually just working on some um, perks for the subscription. So, you know, some of you guys who are at various levels, you might be getting a message from me as I, you know, poke your brain about yeah, some perks I'm thinking about, you know. So uh, yeah, shout outs. That's why I shout it out to the subscribers because, hey, you know, if you're a subscriber, if you're in the audience, not only do you get a reserved seat at the very front of the audience, <laughs> you also get a shout out. And I'm working on like a, something called a subscriber plaque uh, for pilled subscribers. Anyhow, uh, yeah, I've been doing some updates over there, over at the Twitch side of things. Also, like we have some community challenges currently um i think available over there uh i think well, the first challenge is like um uh, reach so many po- i don't know how it works like points or something like that not bits cuz i think the bits are the ones that you actually have to like you actually pay for but just like the little the little the little channel points i think that's what they're called so i think if we get to like 17000 then we'll do like a mr c in uh comfort mode For like a week, you know, I'll just come on like, you know, we'll do the C-Report and like, you know, jeans and a t-shirt, you know. So if you're over at Twitch, you know, and you like to, you know, participate in the chat rooms and you can do that. I think if we do 45,000, we'll do like a movie or a documentary night. And that, of course, will be for all platforms, but it will be the Twitch audience that will drive that for everybody. So, you know, Twitch Twitch audience will have the ability to really drive some of those episodes, right? You can see me, you can see me either in t-shirts and a jean for a week or we can have a documentary night. And just testing some stuff out, guys, you know, just uh to show my appreciation to the audience out there for their interactivity and their support. Um You know, of uh, the work I do here at Mr. CTV, like I said, whether you're joining us for Texas News, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 3 p.m. Central Time. Whether you're joining us for our America First Election Integrity Show, The C Report, which is 830 Eastern Time, Monday through Friday. Whether you're hanging out with us in the dark, like I said, as we go into some of those interesting topics, uh, for C in the Dark, which currently is uh, Saturdays at midnight, ladies and gentlemen, that is midnight Central Time, 1am, if you're on the East Coast, you know, it's still kind of, it's still like what? It's still, it's it's still, it's still time for a New York dinner on the West Coast. That's 10pm, right? Pacific time for see in the dark, ladies and gentlemen, and and working on developing that one out as well, too. So, you know, uh, lots to do here on all these platforms. Pilled, I think I've been having a lot of fun on Pilled, though, since uh, the stickers and the subscriptions, and then, you know, uh, also hanging out over at the C-section, which is uh, the, uh, the, the group page for the mods and for the repeat offenders of Mr. CTV to go hang out and chill. Anyways, you know, if you are a subscriber over at PILD, hello. And then also uh, I'd like to say if you have any ideas on, uh, hey, DeBar, what's going on? It's good to see you, DeBar. If you have any ideas on like perks for your subscription levels, throw some at me, you know. Plaques coming soon. And again, thanks so much for y'all's continued support. Over here at Mr. CTV. Okay, I think I've gotten uh, mushy enough with you all for this afternoon. Let's get into some Texas news, guys. That's what we're here for. We'll be here for the next well, forty-five minutes or so, or maybe we'll maybe we'll do a little bit of overtime, and I'll give you a straight hour from this point. But, ladies and gentlemen, what is on the minds of Texans for today, ladies and gentlemen? What are we going to do? Okay, you know, still want to talk some of that um, election news? I'll get to that momentarily, ladies and gentlemen. I will get to that momentarily. All right. And then just because I cannot help myself, I'm going to uh, throw a sticker out at the pilled crowd. We're going to do more of these, guys, because I just have so much fun with it. Okay, hold on. Ready? Try not to get scurred, okay, pilled audience. Here comes Sheila Jackson Lee. Boom. Okay, all right. OK, and now what are Texans thinking about, ladies and gentlemen, these days as far as the news goes? Uh, I mean, it is Monday, guys. It is a brand new week and election news. Yeah, we're going to get to that in just a sec. But right now, uh, here's the here's the skinny. I mean, uh, I don't know if you guys heard over there in Harris County, believe it or not. And and maybe you can wonder why or or ponder within your own uh ponderings why something like this is going on right we had we had a water boil notice going on in harris county over thanksgiving you know uh and so uh here it is monday and i think we were you know i think i think i saw this on friday in fact in the headlines but we were talking again about the chump of harris county uh, again that would probably be uh one man known as Clifford Tatum yep pedo lee that's right two rivers what's up buddy good to see you this afternoon that's right we made we made a sticker in a sticker gif right in uh in uh, honor of uh peto Jackson ring okay <laughs> anyways guys hey if you're over at uh pilled or at rumble go back and check out that episode it's Lone Star state news uh, episode number 74 or 76. It's where I just tear into Peto Jackson Ring. That's that's her new nickname. I used to call her Peto Jackson Lee, but I think I like Peto Jackson Ring better. It has a ring to it. I don't know. You guys tell me which one's better. Peto Jackson Lee? He, I think Two rivers likes Peto Jackson Lee. uh, Or is it Peto Jackson Ring? Okay. All right. And that is the news for today, ladies and gentlemen. No okay. Okay, no. In that episode of Lone Star State News where we talked about Peto Jackson Ring, all we did was talk about her, her silly mouth gaffes and her silly brain farts. Wait till we get to the episode where we talk about her terror legislation, right? The, the, the actual legislation that this woman writes up and supports. And stuff like that she is a terror Houston guys you know you uh, you know no one in Houston elects this woman right okay I can't help it I can't help it when I start talking about peto Jackson ring you know her district also has the international the George Bush airport you think she's not helping them uh, um, um, lo- uh push and sell those those fabulous uh diamond and sapphire pedophile boy love rings you know she moves them by the thousands through that airport anyways. Pedo Jackson ring to bring attention to that symbol, right? Oh, uh, you guys got to go check out the episode and then go share it or just, you know, tell everyone about her. You know, I'm just saying, guys, you know, as long as we're on the air and we're we're airing out the dirty laundry of Texas politicians, you know, why not highlight the ogre of Houston that is known as Peto Jackson Ring? You know, so they had a water boil going on over there in Harris. I hope you weren't affected by that, Two Rivers, by the way. I'm not doxing you by any means. I hope not either. But, you know, you've, you've talked in the chats about... Being in that neck of the woods, uh, and I know you guys had a water boil in that neck of the woods uh, over Thanksgiving and this weekend, we were talking about the chump of Harris County, of course, that would be, uh, what's his name again? Uh, Clifford Tatum. He's the election, uh, Harris County election scapegoat administrator, right? Or administrator scapegoat, however you want to look at that. I mean, they're going to use him as a scapegoat. And uh, even though we're going to talk about uh, Harris County's uh, shim sham flim flam botched 22 midterm, uh, I mean, we could talk about the primary. That one was botched also. But I mean, if we talk about the primary, we might as well as talk about 2020 as well, right, in Harris County. And, you know, talk about a, a laundry list of, uh, you know, a laundry list, right, a rap sheet, <laughs> a rap sheet of lawless elections in Harris County. Man, that rap sheet's getting pretty long, and including. The obstructionists who are being added to that list, like uh, what 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 was the nickname for her? Two Rivers, Lena Hidalgo. I can't remember what nickname you had for her, and I liked it. I liked it. So uh, throw that one at me again, brother. Um, but let's talk about uh, but let's talk about what the biggest fight for Texans are right now, because clearly it's not elections, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Two River says, "I don't. I did not know anything about the water boil. I filter anyhow with a reverse osmosis finish. Nicely done, sir. Nicely done. Don't forget to add those. Uh, add those uh, minerals. Or you know what? People who do the uh, the the entire like real like primo like water filtration stuff." Like uh, they already take the extra minerals and uh, they already eat really healthy and get all that extra stuff. Anyhow, I find that to be the case because they know Uh two river says heart voting machines likely got her into revoted. Yeah, no. Yeah, that's what I said. Uh, Mr. Two Rivers, uh Sheila Jackson Lee does not get elected for district 18. She gets selected, right? The only good idea she, uh, Pedo Jackson Ring ever had about heart intercivic voting machines was to burn them to the ground, burn the evidence to the ground. That's what she did in 2008, 2009. Anyways, okay, so here's the biggest thing with Texas right now at the moment uh, is it, we are fighting, ladies and gentlemen, against the wicked, wicked, um, ESG, EPA, a federal overreach establishment stuff, guys. Yeah, you yeah, know. Okay, let's get him on the screen. Oh, 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 there we go. There is Ken Paxton. We'll start with a couple of press releases from Ken Paxton's office. That is our Attorney General here in Texas. Uh, One re-election in a landslide. Well, I would say it was a wash. It was a red wash, ladies and gentlemen, but we would never know it because of election data suppression, among other things, in the news cycle ladies and gentlemen okay so uh where are we at here texas is dealing with the epa the esg and other overreaching federal environmental issues you know i thought i thought that was the perfect you know uh it was the perfect go along to get along with this water boil in harris county right i mean why not you know throw this into the mix because apparently this is more important than elections okay can we at least fix our elections before we start worrying about the health of no just kidding that's terrible guys i mean hello health i mean we can't fight the fight if we're dying right to poisonous water okay i get it you know priorities they suck sometimes don't they okay It's like, uh, yeah, if everyone's dead from drinking poisoned water. Anyways, uh, here is a a press release from uh, uh, Attorney General Paxton's office, uh, November 17th, 2022. Uh, So this is what? We're about 10 days out. Don't worry. We got some more. We got some more. Don't worry. There's more stuff. All right, here we go. Okay. Paxton expresses serious concerns with the EPA's proposed revival of Obama-era environmental justice rule. I mean, uh, that sounds like an overreach if you've ever heard one, right, ladies and gentlemen? That sounds like an overreach if you ever heard one. Lunatic Hidalgo or Loony Hidalgo, thank you to Rivers. I got to write that one down, right? So don't forget. Uh, Lunatic Hidalgo was out there in Harris County with the water boil anyway, so it's all relevant, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) It is all relevant. All right. Attorney General Ken Paxton goes this way, ladies and gentlemen, uh, joined an Oklahoma-led comment letter sent to Environmental Protection Agency Administrator Michael Reagan that lays out numerous problems with a new and onerous proposed rule. EPA's proposed rule is an attempt to revive an Obama-era environmental justice regulation that would increase energy costs and make our country less safe. If adopted, EPA's risk management and program would far exceed its statutory authority by forcing a broad range of large chemical facilities uh, and industries, which include petroleum refineries, chemical manufacturers, water and wastewater treatment systems, chemical and petroleum wholesalers and terminals, food manufacturers, packing plants, cold storage facilities, agricultural chemical distributors, midstream gas plants, and others to adopt costly new requirements to minimize climate change risks. That's a lot of offices and facilities and industries, ladies and gentlemen, that this uh, risk management program would be forcing on to... uh, ladies forced onto. I mean, that's a lot of industries, guys. That's a lot of industries. Wow. It says here, this political move by the Biden junta not only hurts American energy, but it also proposes serious national security concerns. The proposed rule would require public disclosure of sensitive information about national security, no, about certain facilities, including the precise location of dangerous chemicals. As the letter notes, this requirement creates obvious value for nefarious actors. I would say so. So why, why does the federal government need all this information? Oh, I mean, because they just want to continue blowing up all of our food sto- sources. And now what? I mean, come on. It says here also, uh, moreover, the proposed rule imposes burdensome new regulatory requirements that do not lead to improvements in preventing accidental releases or minimizing the consequences any of any such releases. Um, the changes the EPA proposes would potentially apply to numerous facilities. On this broad spectrum of facilities, the EPA asks to impose additional risk management plan requirements that incorporates uh, in climate change risks and impacts into the regulations and expand the application of so-called environmental justice neither of which is an appropriate basis for regulating any regulating under the statutory provisions at issue in this proposed rule interesting guys okay so uh there's that first one, and then we have another one that Paxton, another coalition that Paxton. This, this one he's actually leading. So this was um, Paxton joining this comment letter. affect. I actually just pulled it up here, guys, uh, to see if okay. So this is the entirety of the letter. Letter. Oh, this is from okay. So the the uh, letter from Oklahoma. That's the AG of Oklahoma was uh, actually issued on the thirty first of October. So, uh, I mean, not that that's a bad thing, but you know, it's 18 pages long, so we're not going to read it, <laughs> but, um, interesting guys. Int- oh, look at, yeah. this is okay. Well, this is, this is the, what, what is this? Oh, is 18 pages of signatures. No, I, I wouldn't think it would be. Oh, I see. Okay. So we have, uh, other. Okay, the state of Louisiana. Oh, I got it. So, these are the letters from all of the uh, additional. And we see Ken Paxton's name on uh, some of these as well. Signatures, ladies and gentlemen. Signatures. Okay. And then, uh, let's see here. There's uh, Attorney General Paxton on this. Whoops. Pardon me. Um. Petition for reconsideration and stay submitted by the state of Louisiana, Arizona, Arkansas, Florida, Kansas, Texas, Oklahoma, South Carolina, Wisconsin, West Virginia, and the Commonwealth of Kentucky by and through Governor Matthew Bevan. I believe that's the governor of Oklahoma, if I'm not mistaken, but I might be. So don't quote me. OK, because I don't know who the governor of Oklahoma is. OK. I just know I've heard the name Bevan before. Let's see if it says here. Bevan, Bevan. Look at. I don't care, Bernovich. if your name's on here, you're still a piece of cowplop. Oh, look, 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 look. Yep, Governor Matthew Bevan. Oh, my bad. Uh, the Commonwealth of Kentucky. I guess I should have known that from that statement, right? I'm so silly. So, uh, Matthew Bevan is the governor of the Commonwealth of Kentucky. Ooh, I just got a brand new brain wrinkle, ladies and gentlemen. A brand new brain wrinkle. Oh, Skeeter Burks got a little sticker with a hurt. Oh, yeah. okay, awesome. Uh, the water burn we'll get to in just a sec, Two Rivers. I have an article on that coming straight ahead. Uh, we have all of that here. If any climate change, that would be those airplanes seeding our skies with toxic metal salts to affect weather. Oh, no, yeah, that's the climate change they don't talk about, though, right, Two Rivers? <laughs> uh, I'm doing an impression of Dr. Stella, says Skeeter Burke. Ah, I was trying to do an impression of Sheila Jackson Lee. <laughs> anyways guys okay thanks for being present y'all good to see guys in the audience okay awesome and now uh so that was this so this is a series of letters and uh, uh documents for this um statement and uh case from the uh State of Oklahoma. Now let's take a look at this uh, latest. This is the latest press release we have dated the 28th. So that is today. Let alls and gentlemen from uh, Attorney General Ken Paxton's office. Paxton leads coalition to push back against new EPA standards that put American energy and national security at risk. So we had, I guess, um, uh, the previous letter, okay, uh, was where Paxton joined in on, but now he's leading. Let's see what this is about. Guys, It says here, Attorney General Ken Paxton led a multi-state coalition in the United States Court of Appeals for the D.C. Circuit to halt the implementation of radical climate regulations promulgated by the Biden junta. It does say Biden administration. I'm saying junta and their environmental protection agency, lacking statutory authority and relying upon the left wing political goals of the Biden junta as their justification. The uh, environmental protection agency has instituted harsh new rules that unreasonably target car and light truck greenhouse gas emissions. The purpose of such action, which uh, the Environmental Protection Agency has readily admitted, is to force manufacturers to focus almost exclusively on electric vehicle production and, as a byproduct, destroy financial incentives to manufacture gas-powered vehicles. These actions will likely lead to substantial increases in the cost of transportation for working Americans. The regulations track the Biden administration's destructive whole-of-government approach approach to radically change the American economy to focus on climate change. Um, EPA's desire to force automotive manufacturers to pivot exclusively to electric vehicles is not only an unlawful intervention into the market that would likely burden and threaten the reliability of our electric grid, no kidding, but it also poses serious problems for national security. As the brief points out, this transition would make America weaker and increasingly reliant on hostile nations like China. Another reason this case presents a major question is that it jeopardizes national security and overwhelming share of the materials required to produce electric vehicles are in China and other hostile countries. The state petitioners have long partnered with the federal government to enhance energy security and diminish our reliance on hostile foreign actors and Congress has expressly legislated on that topic. It is implausible that Congress would have empowered the Environmental Protection Agency to jeopardize this goal by forcing vehicle manufacturers to increase reliance on foreign actors. So there's a lot of national security issues here at stake. Uh, And so it's good that, you know, Paxton is um, joining in on or leading coalitions on the topic. You know, I mean, this is good. This is, again, something that we see uh, as a big topic. I think it's going to be a bigger one now because uh, Texans... Uh, I would say specifically Texans, but Americans in total, uh, because of what the Biden regime has done in um, regards to energy, stripping us of our independence, uh, what would have been superiority, ladies and gentlemen. But we see it going all the way trickling down, of course, to the local level. And that's why, you know, shows like Lone Star State News and others uh, will focus on these issues because it is from the local level that we really should be handling this uh, type of matter. And, And that is so that this way, when we do have the federal overreach coming down, whether it's through the EPA or other types of regulatory agencies, Paxton knows that the people have his back when he goes to bat for us and tries to fight or stave off these issues. So you guys take care of it at your county level, please, you know, ladies and gentlemen, because chances are you're... City council, if you're in a place like Houston, or if you're in a place like San Antonio or Austin for, you know, for crying out loud, you're going to deal with a corrupt city council. I mean, don't know, voice your concern there, get, get in front of them, get, you know, into the city council meetings, let them know how you feel, send them emails, call them, send them voice messages if you know you can Uh, get, but the county level, I think would probably be your best bet. You know uh because I mean scarcely do you see I think city ordinances and regulations that will go against what county ordinances or county uh, regulations are laws or whatever or however you however you term those uh but then again you know so that but you know I mean if you're dealing like Harris County commissioners which is now a Democrat superpower right you know they have a, a Democrat judge who's a lunatums, right that's lunatic Cadalgo you got a, a Democrat commissioners court because they managed to get the only conservative commissioner, Commissioner Cagle out with the 2022 rimmed, 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 shim sham, flim flam, not rimmed, guys, not rimmed. Okay. It was a rim shot. It was a, it was a flim flam shim sham. It was a rigged, rigged is what I meant to say, a rigged job. I mean, anyways, okay, guys, uh, let's not get too far off the uh, beaten track here, guys. Um, But as I was saying, you know, in in Harris, it's going to be hard. Unless enough of the um, conservative, which I'm willing to bet far outnumbers the uh, anything else, Uh, unless you have more independence in Harris, I would I would think that they're probably more conservative, too. I really do believe if we got rid of these machines, we'd see the true face of Texas. It wouldn't be purple, guys. The only reason why it's purple right now is because we're suffocating with all these freaking rigged elections and uh, botched uh, vulnerable machines. Okay. But um, they're fighting against these people. I'm just trying to take it back to the local level when we're talking about issues like this, this environmental overreach crap that they keep doing to us. I mean, look, it, it even helps people like um, our, our comptroller. OK, and, and, you know, our comptroller. Who again reelected in a landslide in a red wash, right? That could have been much bigger than that if it hadn't been, uh, you know, suppressed by the media and by uh, uh, vulnerable rigged machines, and uh, you know, a very, a very, very well tuned uh, machine of um, on the ground in real life election, you know, fraudsters, okay. Uh, I mean, it it, 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 they exist, guys, whether whether they need two hours to stuff the ballot box and rig the vote or they need, you know, 10 days like Harris County did. Okay, it happens at all levels. Okay, I think everyone should be thrown out and replaced like right now. Okay, that's just me. All right. That's that's my quick, quick fix. Right. Anyways, uh, this uh, previous where do we get? I'm sorry, guys, I didn't even tell you where we, we got. Oh, yeah, that was Ken Paxton's. We were reading press releases from Ken Paxton's office. Now let's take a look at this uh, Texas Insider, Texas Insider article, uh, Texas Comptroller Glenn Hegar statement on federal government's plan to allow retirement fund managers to prioritize ESG. Okay, so again, now we're this is more of that uh, climate change bullcrap overreach. But this is this is not going to be affecting, per se, the industry as much as it is, like it says here, retirement fund managers uh, and where they can prioritize where said monies go. So, uh, again, th- and, you know, even though we can take some hits out on uh, um, Mr. Hegar here, even though. There are moments where we can definitely play this tune for Comptroller Higar. Are, you guys might know this tune. Uh, tune any of the uh, rhino hunters out there who carry the banner, particularly at pill.net, know exactly what I'm talking about. there you go guys i could could sing this tune about Glenn higar um he's been i think probably well he he might be a master rhino anyways okay but he's still fighting on causes he's he's you know the thing about it is he'll bring it it seems like what higar does is he brings things to light and this is true rhino fashion that's kind of what i'm saying like they bring things to light they even legislate on it but Higar's craft is to have legislation that does not have teeth, okay? And that's how he has skidded along, ladies and gentlemen, in his uh, in his establishment hood. Now, again, you know, I mean, you can't be super mad at a man that actually legislates, but you can be mad when they don't have teeth. And then he will go back and retroactively say, huh. I guess I should have harder, legislated harder. Huh, I guess that bill I wrote didn't have teeth. Okay, Glenn Higar what I'm trying to say, my friend, yes, I voted for you, okay, I voted for you. But what I'm trying to say is we know your game now, so we're gonna expect to see you uh, play a little bit more harder, all right? Or I'm not gonna vote for you again, all right? Okay, you got thir- the third time's a charm, Mr. Hegar, your third time's a charm. Here's a Texas comptroller. Third time's a charm. So let's see what Mr. Glenn Kegar's uh, points are on regarding um, this ESG factor and the uh, hedge fund managers. Okay, because again, like I said, we got a lot of this uh, federal overreach coming in and this is what their focus is at the moment, at least here in Texas. My focus elections, we'll go there next. I think the next story, we'll talk about that water boil uh, and then uh, we'll talk some elections in Harris County. Updates, updates, because we got to keep updated on Harris County, guys. It's still happening over there, okay? I mean, the election's done, but the investigation's still happening, right? And uh, the people fighting back, still happening, okay? Fund managers will be free to consider climate change and other ESG, again, that is the Environmental Social Governance Agenda, Um, these factors, rather than aiming to deliver the highest possible returns for American retirees. Texas Insider Report. Once again, President-elect, no, President-select, excuse me, President-selected Biden is using unselected, uh, sorry, unelected bureaucrats at the Department of Labor to push his radical environmental, social, and governance agenda undermine uh, to undermine the Texas economy and jeopardize our national security and energy independence. It all, it all, This all seems to go back to China, doesn't it, ladies and gentlemen? Uh, it does, ultimately. Um, but it says here also even as free market forces begin to erode the ESG family, uh, fairy tale, excuse me, the ESG fairy tale and expose the intellectual dishonesty and utter lack of transparency in this investment scam. President-selected Biden is using the DOL, the Department of Labor, rulemaking process to double down on policies that put his social agenda above the retirement needs of hardworking Americans. Okay, so if you you thought you saw your uh, retirement or any of that kind of stuff start to dwindle, let's see what happens here. Perhaps hoping no one would notice, two days before Thanksgiving, president selected Biden's DOL finalized a rule that reversed rules set by the Trump administration that ensured retirement fund managers lived up to their fiduciary duties by selecting investments based solely on pecuniary factors. That meant fund managers placed profits and returns ahead of social agendas and prioritized ensuring participants had the resources needed to support themselves during retirement. When this new rule goes into effect that will no longer be the case, Fund managers will be free to consider climate change and other environmental social governance factors rather than aiming to deliver the highest possible returns for American retirees. These retirees will see their hard-earned dollars diminish as environmental social governance funds fail to deliver promised returns while simultaneously charging higher Fees, even as the value of their remaining dollars purchase dollars purchase less due to inflation, as Biden's fl- inflation exacerbates food insecurity, threatens our economy and saps the longevity of retirement accounts, while the global energy crisis rages on and our fellow Americans struggle to heat the home their homes, the president selected and his out of touch Washington bureaucrats remain committed. To the same Green New Deal agenda that prioritizes environmental social uh, governance agendas, fantasies, over the needs of hardworking Americans. That's pretty bad, ladies and gentlemen. That is pretty bad. So. Pretty bad, guys. Pretty bad. Okay, so, but that begs the question. What you gonna do about it, Higar? What you gonna do about it? Okay, I mean, you can't just call attention to it. We need some teeth, sir, right? We need some teeth. Let me pull this article up for later. God, guys, what they're doing in Arizona, a ridiculous, ridiculous Harris County, Maricopa County, Right? Well, I mean, tar and feathering and people by the millions should be like, excuse me, hands off my elections. Don't you dare touch my elections. Okay. Okay. Sorry. I just need to see what Glenn Hegar's doing about this, guys. Hegar. Uh, and then we're going to put an ESG and we're going to put in fund managers and we're going to do a real quick search. Because I'm glad he's bringing attention to it, guys. But is he going to do something about it? Right? You know? <laughs> I mean, that is the question here, okay? And then uh, we'll get to uh, the water boil and we'll get to some updates on Harris County and we'll call it a wrap, guys. It's been fun hanging out this afternoon. I hope you guys have had a good time. Okay, so Mueller should. Oh, uh, do tell about Mueller. Was Mueller the uh, obviously the conservative? Exactly. No, they need to. They need to not concede, and they need not just to investigate. They need to sue. Mueller needs to sue and tell Mueller that we would have. They would have support. There are so many people upset. Maybe I don't know. If, do you think uh, Two Rivers Mueller is he- hearing from other constituents? I wonder, but uh, we'll get to that in just a sec. And uh, we'll, we'll continue that conversation to reverse if you're still hanging out there. Um, let's see here. No, it just says that he, uh, Higar blasts the Biden administration's plan for this. Okay, you're blasting them, Higar, but what you are going to do about it? That's what I want to know. You know? Okay, let's see what this says here. So this is from the Center Square. Uh, okay, so it talks about the U.S. Department of Labor finalizing this rule, allowing companies to prioritize the ESG policies again. Okay. It says here, both the chief financial heads of Texas and Florida and Governor DeSantis have taken action against ESG and environmental social governance social credit score system from being implemented in their states. Okay, so this article sounds juicy. Let's go ahead and pull this up real quick, guys. No offense, Texas Insider. Thanks for the heads up. I want to see what this has got to say. All right, uh, let me get this big screen for you guys. Ready? Bam! All right. Texas comptroller stands firm against uh, state divesting from companies against on state divesting from companies boycotting oil and gas industry. Okay, All right. Let's get some let's get some of this juice out of here, guys. Let's let's start uh, juicing this article. Ready? Uh, The department said it was implementing the rule to remove barriers to plan fiduciaries. Okay, we got that. Okay. After hearing of the the Department of Labor's latest announcement Tuesday, uh, I mean, sorry, announcement, Texas Comptroller Glenn Hegar said Joe Biden was using unelected bureaucrats to push his radical ESG agenda. Okay, we got that. There's Hegar again, all right? There's the good old boy, right? Frat boy, the good old frat boy. The, the rule, prudence and loyalty in selecting plan investment and excising, exercising shareholder rights follows an executive order Biden issued last May. His order directed the federal government to implement policies to help safeguard the financial security of American America's families, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. More Orwellian, Orwellian, Orwellian. Uh, the rule change will bolster the resilience of workers, um, retirement savings, and pensions by removing the artificial impediments and chilling effect on environmental, social, and governance investments caused by the prior administration's rules, said acting assistant secretary for the Employee Benefits Security Administration. That's a mouthful. Ali Kawar. Uh, okay, so I'm guessing more Orwellian, Orwellian, Orwellian. Tuesday's notice follows a March 2021 and October 21, 2021 announcement and includes comments received from the public. Once published in the Federal Register, it becomes effective in 60 days. Higar also took issue with the announcement's timing. He said, perhaps hoping no one would notice two days before Thanksgiving, President's Department of Labor finalized a rule that reversed rule set by the Trump administration. Uh, but once the rule goes into effect, he said, fund managers will be free to yada. Okay, we know all this. Come on, Higar, are you just gonna talk about it? Or are you gonna do something? okay. <laughs> Uh, let's see. In August, Higar directed state agencies to divest from companies that were prioritizing ESG and particularly boycotting oil and natural gas companies as part of their portfolio. And, of course, to protect Higar's interests with big energy in Texas. OK, I mean, we have to attack this from every angle, guys. We want Higar to do this, right? We want him to encourage the divestment but we also want to hold him accountable for receiving kickbacks from big energy in texas because that crap's got to end also. So as Texans we're looking at this from two angles. We're approaching this as protecting our backyard from federal overreach and this ESG crap and we're also going to protect our our backyard on another angle and that is by not allowing our elected offices to get kickbacks from big energy. That crap has to end, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, so it says here, not long after Governor Abbott told the center square during a meeting with energy leaders at the port of Houston that Hegar's directive was working. He said some of the companies on Texas's list were making an effort to get off of the list. The uh, Department of Labor's ESG directive comes after Biden has threatened to tax the oil and natural gas industry for not producing enough petroleum. What a joke! And for making too much of a profit when it does. What a frickin' joke. He's also blamed the industry for rising gas prices. What a joke! While it's maintained that rising costs are a direct result of the president's energy policies, which is obvious... To anyone, right? Anyone could see that clearly. Despite numerous challenges, Texas continues to lead the U.S. in oil and natural gas production and job growth, and Texas continues to provide unmatched support for the state economy and our nation's energy security. Uh, TIPRO President Ed Longnecker argues that and uh, says that uh, state and federal policies should reflect the need for reliable energy and growing global demand for oil and natural gas. Oil and Gas Workers Association board member Richard Welch told the center square, the DOL, um, the Department of Labor, shifting priorities to the globalists' fantasy of uh, environmental social governance. That kill That's killing the oil and natural gas industry around the world during one of the worst petroleum shortages in history is borderline criminal. The Department of Labor, like the Environmental Protection Agency, he says, is being weaponized against our most valuable asset, oil. We cannot continue this destructive path and expect stability and security. The Texas oil and natural gas industry and its workers have pulled more than their weight to alleviate the crisis caused by the environmental um, social governance policies, the Green New Deal rhetoric, and the failed Paris Climate Agreement. Pushing investment into an unproven and unpredictable market is gambling with hardworking Americans' future and livelihoods. The Biden regime is diligently trying to destroy the very foundation of our daily lives for a failed green energy policy that is not even possible without petroleum. Common sense, ladies and gentlemen, and a whole lot. Okay, so Glenn Hegar, good, good guy. Good boy. Good boy, Glenn Hegar. I am not trying to patronize you, but thank you for doing that. Okay, so good. It's working now stop taking kickbacks from the big oil and big energy and big everything big natural gas big uh, everything big petroleum stop it Higar. all of you guys need to stop it. all right Texans are watching you now all right we're watching you. If my name's on if your name is on my lips, Texans are watching all right okay awesome. okay so borderline criminal yeah and un, yeah you're right, you're right two rivers how about unethical? Oh, thanks for giving us that. Uh, thank oh, That's a very cool one. I need to add that one to my submit for channel. <laughs> that's a cool one. Very cool. Uh, let's see. What you got going on there? Listening to the witnesses, poll workers prove Maricopa Council reason to not certify the votes they want anyway. Ooh, maybe we'll cover. we'll maybe we'll cover that on uh, the C report this evening, Mr. Two Rivers. Yeah, Maricopa County and Harris County. Let me tell you what. Talk about sister sisters and fraud. Wait, sister counties, sister sisters, sister counties and fraud, right? Talk about sister counties in fraud. All right, guys. Uh, okay, let, let me get to the water burn, the water burn. Let me get to the water boil real quick. And then we'll uh, cover that election update midterm, midterm botched election in Harris. And the, and then we'll have some, we'll have some lunch. How about it, guys? That sounds pretty good, don't it? <laughs> we won't have it live, but we will be having it. Okay, so uh, Harris County has water boil to take heat off the lawless 2022 midterm elections. I mean, that's what I'm saying, guys. That's my headline, Okay. Because obviously, I feel a certain way about how they're doing our elections in the state of Texas. Okay. Yeah, I, I feel a certain way. I'm sorry, guys. What can I say? So uh, that's my headline. All right. Harris County, you get a water boil in order to take the heat off the lawless 2022 midterm elections. How about it? This is from the Texas Tribune. I don't, you know, I, you know, let's just see what they have to say. Okay. Yeah, not a big fan, but uh, anyhow, an East Texas town, ta- I guess I could have pulled something from like the actual county local news, right? Instead of using this, this trash rag as a reference, okay, for this kind of a story, right? An East Texas town must boil its water on Thanksgiving as officials seek a solution to aging infrastructure, right? Because none of that infrastructure bill is going to go to Harris County, right? Or to, uh, I guess, Zavala. Zavala lost all water for several days. The Texas Department of Emergency Management has sent pallets of bottled water and a team to help. Uh, The nearly 700 residents here must boil their water this Thanksgiving as the small East Texas town grapples with aging infrastructure that has left residents without safe water for 10 days this month. The working class town, 23 miles southeast of Lufkin, has had problems with the water system. No, 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 no. Nah. Okay, wait. Okay, so that's this one. Where is the one for Harris? Okay, hold on. Hold on. Now, we're going to find it. Well, okay, let's find out what's going on here anyways first. In uh, Zavala, most of the city's water has been restored, but the boil water notice remains in effect. A lab in Nacogdoches will test water samples and determine if the notice can be lifted. Okay, I'm just looking. So, these are town, rural towns in East Texas are particularly prone to issues with water quality and supply. According to the data from the Texas Commission on Environmental Quality, East Texas has experienced more boil water notices in the past decade than any other area. Okay. All right, so yeah, now I'm just kind of uh, cherry, cherry picking through this article, guys. Angelina County Judge Keith Wright stepped in earlier this week and uh, requested that the state assist Zavala. The Texas Division of Emergency Management fulfilled the request, sending bottled water and deploying the Texas A&M Public Works Response Team. Bert Nitski, part of the team from a that formed earlier this year, said his team has repaired three leaks and is continuing to check all of the city's water lines for a loss of pressure, which would indicate a leak. Okay, so Texas Tribune, damn you. Okay, hold on. We'll get to the bottom of this. I don't care who's on top. Oh, wait, no, that's next. Hold on. That's next. Here, let me put this right here. Okay. uh, Let's see here. Give me some information on this leak. I know I had more. Just give me a mirror. Give me a minute. Mir- Uno momento, por favor. Okay. uh, Do we want this one? Oh, this is ridiculous here. We'll show you guys that in a minute. Is it this one? No, not that one. See, Houston underwater boil notice after power failure. Okay, so let's, here we go. Now let me give you guys this information. Okay, so we had several water boils from Thanksgiving and they're still going apparently. Okay, Uh, we ain't having crawfish boils, guys. We're having water boils. Houston underwater boil notice after power failure. All right, now now we're gonna get to the bottom of this, guys. Over two million Houston residents are under a water boil notice after a power outage Sunday affected a water treatment plant. The water pressure dropped below the Texas uh, dropped below the Texas Commission on Environmental Quality's required minimum of 20 psi. That's part something something, right? But you guys probably know what that is. Anyways, during a power outage at the East Water Purification Plant. Ooh! <laughs> Two Rivers says uh better check that water for graphene radiation and chemicals other than florida and uh, oh wait fluoride and chlorine. Lufkin is a long way from Harris is this a pandemic for all of a sudden water boil needs a oh, well hey look at check this out. So what we were talking about uh we were talking about uh, Lufkin now we're talking about Harris so you you might be onto something there Mr uh Mr uh Two Rivers. Ah. <laughs> Skeeter Burke is uh, is uh, Glenn Hagar related to Sammy Hagar. Yes, Higar Hagar. I mean, you know, I guess it just depends on uh, where you come from. But, uh, indeed. Oh, OK, so two versus I did notice a slight water pressure decrease. So the water pressure dropped below. Yeah. OK, so you got that right. And uh, we had a. Uh, 20 psi during a power outage at the East water Purification plant at 10:30 a.m. local time according to the agency. Houston schools were closed Monday because of the order. Okay, so it says here a boil water. A boil water notice has been issued for the city of Houston. Everyone should boil the water before drinking, cooking, bathing, and brushing their teeth. Do not use chilled water lines on refrigerators. Allow water to boil for three minutes before consuming. Do not use ice from an automatic ice machine. Houston Mayor Sylvester Turner said the water was safe and that the boil order was done to comply with regulations. He tweeted that the city submitted its plan to TCEQ to lift the notice Sunday night. Water samples will subsequently follow and hopefully we will get the all clear from the TCEQ. The city has to wait 24 hours from that point before the boil water notice is suspended. The earliest would be tomorrow night or very early Tuesday morning, Turner tweeted Sunday night. Okay. John Beasley of Bonham loaded several cases of water after learning that a boil water notice was issued for the entire city of Houston on November 27th. Yvonne Williams Forrest, Houston's water director, told ABC affiliate KTRK Sunday night that the order, the city's pressure system, was never at zero, just below the regulatory limit. That pressure is important because it prevents anything from infiltrating the water system, she said. There are a number of steps in the regulatory process before you issue a boil water notice, and we did not want to unnecessarily alert the city if we did not have to issue a boil water notice, she told KTRK. Uh, ktrk turner said monday morning uh, the power outage was caused by two transformers that malfunctioned power was, was restored around twelve fifteen p.m local time he said and there is an aerial view of the east water purification plant as seen on november 20 2022 in galena park outside houston texas a boil water notice was issued for the city of Houston as the Texas commission. Okay. That's just a Getty image. Texas commission on environmental quality has reported a drop in water pressure from the plant after it experienced a power outage Sunday morning. Excuse me. The mayor said 16 sensors fell below 20 PSI for 20 minutes, which triggered the emergency and full water pressure restored above 20 PSI at 14 of the 16 locations by 3 p.m. The water samples that were sent to TCEQ have to sit and wait for 18 hours for the city to get the all clear, according to Turner. He said the earliest the boil notice will be restricted is early Tuesday morning. Turner said the incident will be investigated and apologized to the city, schools, and kids, and parents for cancellations. Well, I'm sure the kids weren't too upset about it. Sorry, guys, making a bunch of clattering noises over here. Okay, so that does it on that front, ladies and gentlemen. Vahoo! at least we got that figured out, right, guys? Okay. Hey, Omazon, what's going on? Welcome into the audience. Thanks for popping up to say hello. So too little pressure and the bad water can go back up into the good water. Ooh, everyone needs a week's water storage for just this type of thing. So power outages in Houston and Maryland last night. Were there more? That's a good question, Omazan. So we have power outages going on apparently in multiple places. Gotta wonder, right? Maybe they're trying to identify more of that uh, Texas infrastructure. Well, not just Texas infrastructure. Maybe they're trying to identify more of that infrastructure infrastructure, right? Watch that water. ACES Omazon, you know what? I would say this applies more to that than it does to uh, other things with water. OK, guys, uh, finally, finally, finally. Now, now, now my headline stands. Harris County has water boiled to take the heat off the 2022 midterm elections. They were lawless. They were unconstitutional. And uh, apparently they stand in Texas. You know, we talked about the ones in Dallas County. Uh, I mean, Dallas County was pretty bad, guys. I mean, we, we're not hearing a lot about it, right? But Dallas County was pretty bad. I mean, if you guys think about Dallas County, you had what? Precincts where you had 500 and some odd people show up to vote and you had voting machines that had 1,700 voters on it. And uh, ESNs says, oh, we were expecting, you know, 1,200 ghost voters. And then you have the county commissioners and the judge certify the election. Right? I mean, come on, Dallas County. You're better than that. All right. Here's some updates from Harris County, guys, uh, on that 2022 midterm. Yeah, I need to clip that out. I need to do articles on that. Guys, I need to do some articles. I need to do some articles. Okay. Uh, I want to show you guys the, some of the news here from the, the. Uh, this is the DuckDuckGo. I use DuckDuckGo even though I know they're sold out, but they still have a lot more information. And some of those other ones. I need to go. I I say this all the time, don't I? Anyways, okay. Uh, so uh, we'll do this. Election experts break down the Harris County probe. That's next. Uh, but check this headline out. What Chick Fil A and H E B can teach us about Texas elections and running them. Okay, this is ridiculous. Okay, so I'm gonna pull this up, and we're just gonna we're just gonna humor it a little bit. We're now in overtime, guys. Give me ten more minutes, and we'll wrap it up. Okay, ten more minutes, and we'll wrap it up. I already know what they're going to say, guys, without having read this. We're going to cold read this article. Uh, I already know what they're going to say about Chick-fil-A and H-E-B. It's it's their pleasure, right? What do you hear about Chick-fil-A? It's my pleasure. Customer service. That's going to be the angle on this. I guarantee it. Watch. Former clerk says efficiency. Okay, Efficiency. Okay, maybe not customer service, but you know, efficiency is customer service, guys, if you think about it. Former clerk says efficiency is key when serving millions of people in a short amount of time. Right? Yeah, wah, wah, wah. With the 2022 election has come, uh, with while the 2022 election has come and gone. No, it hasn't, guys. It's still election day plus, I think, what, 17 or 18 in some places in the nation, okay? Its shadow will loom over Harris County for weeks and possibly months to come. District Attorney Kim Og, the George Soros District Attorney, had no choice but to investigate the election in Harris County after receiving a referral from the Texas Secretary of State's office. Og also asked the Texas Rangers for assistance. But the man who organized and led the 2020 election for Harris County calls the investigation pure politics. Oh, sure you do. Sure you do. Is it Clifford Tatum who said that? No, no, no. It was, oh, wait, wait, wait. If if the past is predicate, what's going to come out of these investigations is nothing at all. The point of these investigations is just to be able to tell right-wing extremists that there's an investigation going on. There's nothing underneath that, and no thought goes into it beyond that. From what I've seen, wow, this is Chris Hollins from Yolitix saying that. I thought I honestly thought this guy was a uh, was um, middle of the road local uh, mockingbird. Wow, he they're saying some truth here. Okay. The point of these investigations is just to be able to tell right-wing extremists that there's an investigation going on. I mean, he calls conservatives right-wing extremists, but he totally does not deny the fact that these are just uh, fabrications. It's a subterfuge, right? It's a subterfuge that holds until people like uh, us start asking questions, right? It says here, Governor Greg Abbott was the first to call for an investigation into what he called widespread problems with Harris. How about widespread improprieties. The Harris County Republican Party also filed a lawsuit claiming the county and elections administrator Clifford Tatum violated the Texas Election Code. Senator uh, state senator Paul Betancourt, um a Republican from Houston, told uh told uh, who's this again that we're reading? uh K K Houston KHOU told us uh, K- told KHOU that he does not think it will be difficult to find a crime. A Betancourt said, you've got 23 polls that seem to have run out of paper or were not given enough to start with, and they were not followed up with to get more ballots to those polls on a timely manner. One precinct judge had to dismiss 100 people, 150 people from line. Okay, you see, Maricopa County, Arizona cannot give us these numbers, but we can tell you a single precinct judge That's a single person who runs that precinct. That's that's what their title is. The precinct judge turned away 150 people. That was one precinct, 150 people. And you don't think that that is voter suppression, guys. You know, this is this is Harris County. okay? this is Harris County. Senator Betancourt says, think about that. You've got a line that's 150 people deep and you're out of paper and you have to send them away. You you think not having an ID is voter suppression? You think you think requiring an ID is voter suppression? You think requiring a person of color like myself to have an identification to vote is voter suppression? When you have the scapegoat of Harris County, Clifford Tatum, uh, you know short rolling ballots. And you have 150 people being dismissed at a single precinct. That is voter suppression, ladies and gentlemen. In 2022, that, ladies and gentlemen, is how you get her done. All right? Not this, oh, they want an ID. That's voter suppression because uh, drug addicts and uh, felons can't vote with an ID. Because people of color are too stupid to find the DMV. Makes no sense. Oh, oh, oh! But uh, but 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 short roll ballots to a conservative precinct send 150 people away. That's not voter suppression. That's democracy. Harris County voters, like other voters in many other counties in Texas, had the ability to cast a ballot at any location in the county. And on election day, there were 782 voting locations for them to choose from. Oh, look, but Harris County voters, but big, but Hollins, a Democrat who's now running for Houston mayor says the new election law may have actually created problems instead of solving them. Holland says lawmakers made it illegal for county clerk staff or election administration staff to visit voting locations to check for problems unless they're specifically called in by the people running that location. No, 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 no. Holland says uh, they can't check in proactively. They can only check in when called. And this was in reaction to the fact that under my leadership, the county clerk's office had assigned professional staff, in addition to the election judges, just to be there as a base of support. And Holland says everyone must remember running an election, especially in the state's largest county, is incredibly difficult. Among other complexities, he says thousands and thousands of election workers must not only be hired, but also trained. Holland says Harris County must uh, become more efficient when it comes to elections and run them for what they are, serving millions of people in a short amount of time. Election administration is not or should not be a political job. It's a job managing an enormous logistical operation. And so in the same way, you've seen successful private sector companies, whether it's Chick-fil-A drive through or screw HEB because they don't believe in, uh, in uh, what do you call it, uh, child, uh, child's choice. Well, you know, it is a uh, parent's choice. Uh, well, you know, it is uh, the right to choose where that money goes with education. Right? Screw HEB. They fight all of the best legislation for Texans. They fund all of the worst politicians that fight the best legislation for Texans. Okay. Screw HEB. They don't know crap. All right. Anyhow, but no, that that actually this is a rather this was a rather insightful article. Um, I mean, we know about Senator, state senator Paul Bettencourt. Good guy. He needs to be acknowledged more. But this person here, this Hollands person. We need to get a handle on this one right here. OK, we need to wrangle in Hollins. And let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. Lerders and gentlemen. OK, where is this? Uh, I need the I need the full name on Hollins. The Chris Hollins. OK, he ran for mayor. Is that what they said? OK. Oh, he said that on yolitics OK, hold on. OK, I promise, guys, we're, we're coming to. Yeah, we're talking Harris County. Don't worry. Uh, But I need to see this Chris Hollins guy. Uh, Chris Hollins for mayor. Okay, if I'm not mistaken, this guy used to run elections in in Harris County. Okay, so this is the reason why we're looking him up. Uh, Elect Chris Hollins mayor of Houston. Okay, I don't, you know, no, I just need to know about you. Meet Chris Hollins. Oh, I cannot stand his smile. That is one of those fake douche, I'm going to rape you, I've got a gummy smile kind of smile. Okay. Chris Hollins has shown what local government can achieve when new ideas and accountable leadership are met with real purpose. Chris led the 2020 elections effort in Harris County as county clerk. I knew it. Okay. This is the guy. Okay. Okay was he elected or appointed? Is that an elected or an appointed position? Because if he was appointed by Lena Hidalgo, I'm telling you, this was, this is that syndicate they're trying to grow in Harris County where you got a crooked judge, a crooked County commissioner's court, and you got a crooked uh, mayor's office and they're all in cahoots and they all know each other. Okay. And they, and like Lena would have, Lena would have appointed him. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Like they're trying to make a criminal syndicate, like a true criminal syndicate in Harris County. And they're all in cahoots. Okay, that's what I'm talking about. That's why I need to know now if this is, is is the county clerk an elected or an appointed position? I think it's appointed. His innovations, which included drive through voting, 24 hour voting, online mail ballot tracking, and tripling the number of early voting centers, led to eye popping record voter turnout despite the ongoing global pandemic. And they're still trying to investigate the 2020 elections, but Lena Hidalgo is obstructing that investigation. I bet you this Chris Hollins guy was appointed by her and he he did not get in as mayor houston did not vote for him in thank goodness because you would have had a trifecta of freaking corruption in harris county houston mayor seat county judge seat county commissioner seat they got a superpower right there already because they got the county commissioners they got them this year okay they put it in the bag with the 2022 midterms okay they got rid of their only conservative commissioner on that commissioner's court that called for an audit on election night, guys. Election night. And they did nothing because, of course, you got the rest of the commissioners, all Democrats, voted against him. Crazy guys. Okay, that's why that's why this was an insightful article, y'all. Let me tell you what. Harris County, we're coming for you, Harris County. We're coming for you, okay? And as soon as we're done with Harris, we're gonna get Bear. Okay, no, we're gonna try and do Bear and Harris at the same time. Okay, and as soon as we're done with Bear and Harris, then we'll go to Travis. How about that, guys? And then, and then we'll get we'll get Williamson and we'll get Hayes Red again. Okay, because that being thembling being blue, that's a shim sham flim flam, vulnerable botched crap right there, guys. HEB is corrupt. Yes, especially that Charles Butt guy. Right. Anyways. <laughs> all right y'all let's uh let's let's see what else we got here so we can wrap up today's episode sorry i said 10 minutes it's going to be five more okay um because i want to show you I, we got we got to get this okay so here's the article about the election probe okay um and this is from axios houston oh oh i forgot on this side of the mason dixie line it's houston not houston Election expert, we're going to, we're going to use air quotes since we find out who this expert is, breaks down the Harris County probe. Okay. So this article is new as of, I think today, nine hours ago. Okay. So almost. Yeah. not Yeah. You knew as of today. Okay. Uh, It says here a criminal investigation into Harris County's elections earlier this month will likely uncover a series of issues, but won't uncover any intentional, any intentional wrongdoing, according to Rice University expert of elections Bob Steen. Okay, so air quotes were appropriate. Okay, it says here we're not going to catch up quick. We're going to get to the thick of it. Oh wait, no, it is okay. This is how the article is written. Okay, I usually skip the point, the bullet points, guys, and get to the thick of it. But this is how Axios is uh, fostering this uh, article, or I should say, fashioning it. Uh, it says here, state officials and Harris County District Attorney Kim Og, uh, with no, with with no prerogative, she had to do it. Are looking into what went wrong on election day, including late poll openings and the scarcity of paper for voters to cast their ballots. Wouldn't that be ballot paper? Aug opened her investigation November 14th after a request from the Texas secretary of state's office, keeping in mind the way that the uh, the statutes are written. Um, once the secretary of state issued that request, she had no choice. She had no choice but to investigate, guys. She had to open an investigation per the way the statutes are written. Uh, It says here, the scope of the investigation will look into alleged irregularities and potential criminal conduct according to an email obtained by the Washington Post. The Washington Compost. Yes, but, Steen says, the results of the local races should remain unchanged. Oh, that's what you say. That's what you say, but, you know, uh, you would say that. He says, if it's a fair and objective evaluation, evaluation, they will uncover the same things I've uncovered, that only on Election Day do we have problems, and a diagnosis of that problem is probably two, two and a half sources, Steen tells Axios. Between the lines, Steen theorizes that Election Day issues could likely have been avoided if the county operated fewer, more centralized polling locations and equipped workers with better training. Plus, a change in election law in 2019 revoked the county's ability to tabulate ballots remotely, meaning election workers spend hours waiting to input their precincts results at NRG Arena. Okay, so NRG Arena, apparently that's Central Count. The NRG Arena, Harris County, or Houston, right? Okay, that's Central Count. Good to know. We're getting a lot of insights illuminated here this afternoon, guys. That Central Count. So if you if you are an uh, uh, a constituent or a, a citizen of Harris County, Central Count is at the NRG Arena. If you're a Texan, an American. OK. Could be uh, valuable information for you. It does not take rocket science, Dean says. It takes them about an hour to pack up everything take their thumb drives and paper. Shockingly, it takes till midnight or the next day until they can tabulate all the votes just from election day. See, shockingly, I would say so too. The bottom line, they're going to find nothing, Steen says, or they might find something they think they found. But the bottom line is this is an easily solved problem and one, I think, commissioner's court, through them, the election administrator's office is going to have to write. No kidding. What a freaking... Waste of a human, this uh, Steen guy is. They're not going to find anything. I mean, come on. If 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 uh, Dallas County's any evidence of some of the... But I mean, come on. 150 people were turned away. That is voter suppression. How is that nothing, Mr. Steen of Rice University? How is that nothing, okay? Let's jump back over here real quick and then uh, we'll... Uh... Say our ad- will bid our adieus. Because, I mean, I'm telling you guys, it, 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 this uh, Yolitics person could be on to something about the way these uh, election investigations are run in Texas. Yeah. Yeah. Abbott said something, but that's about it. I mean, they talk and then they uh, vanish. All right. All right, looks like we got some good stuff going on. Chester County, where's Chester County? Man, it looks like there's a bunch of places, guys. A bunch of uh, counties and states had these issues. Maricopa County refusing to certify, well, GOP controlled Arizona County refusing to certify election. Chester County, I'm guessing that's Pennsylvania, uh, split on certifying elections. Uh, Let's see here. Yeah, this is all the news I'm getting on uh, Harris County at the moment. I'm t- it's talking about Arizona instead. Uh, it's talking about Georgia. I'll expand this on the board for you guys here so you can see what I'm looking at. Okay, uh, let's see here. Precinct analysis, how the 2022 Harris County state rep candidates. Okay, we'll look at that later. Huh. Kim Og appears to have played both sides of the political aisle. She has to. She has no choice. And I think she called in the Texas Rangers, if anything, for her own CIA way. I mean, she had to, but CIA, CIA, CYA, CYA, she can tell, George, she can tell her daddy, Daddy Soros, she could say, it wasn't me who found all the stuff. It was the Texas Rangers. She had no choice. She had no choice, guys. embracing ballot harvesting. What the heck? Okay. Last two things we'll look at and then we'll uh, head out guys. And uh, thanks for hanging out again this afternoon. If you're joining us over at uh, pill.net at foxhole.app. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, You guys are amazing. Thanks again for your support. All my repeat offenders, get your repeat offender badge. Don't forget guys, get your repeat offender badge because you know what? You guys are all repeat offenders. Okay, cool. All right, returning audience members. All right, okay. Last two to look at, and we're good. GOP-controlled Arizona country, county. Oh, wait, we're not looking at that one. That's That one's for tonight, my bad. That one's for tonight, my bad. Here we go. Kim Og appeared to have played both sides of the political aisle against the center in 2022 midterm election. Let's see here. Harris County District Attorney Kim Ogg has used some of the same alleged ballot harvesters and Democrat operatives that many dirty Black elected officials have relied upon for decades to maintain control of the Black voting bloc in Harris County, Texas. So from uh, the way things are beginning to unfold right now, the Harris County District Attorney's office appears to be acting as some sort of weapon to keep political foes at bay through bipartisan alliances, collusion, and backroom deals. But you don't have to take my word for it. Do you see the look on State Senator Boris Miles' face in the photo above? Also, I'm going to show you how Harris County District Attorney has provided cover for Terrence Shanks, Carol G. Robinson, and Tron D. Johnson as they work in concert to keep their defunct Texas Coalition of Black... Whoa, this is a... Okay, guys, we're going to save this one for the next episode. This looks juicy, okay? (laughs) Whoa, that's juicy, guys. Okay, that is juicy. Okay, that's something totally different, Okay. (laughs) That is something totally different. Okay, I don't know what this is. We don't got time for this, guys. Okay, all right. Okay, we're going to wrap it there, guys. I'll look into that stuff. That looks interesting. But those are some of the updates. We'll have more on Wednesday. I promise. I promise we'll have more on Wednesday. Uh, Let's see here. All right, guys, it's been a fun time. We're already into overtime. Got to get rolling, got to get going and uh, embarrassed themselves. Oh my goodness, that is such a good pun, Skeeter I love it. All right, guys, you guys have a good afternoon. We'll be back at 7.30 p.m. for another edition of the C Report, America First and Election Integrity News. Uh, and I am uh, signing out now, Mr. C, also known as Michael Aaron Gossettis. Have a great afternoon, folks, and uh, we'll see you later. Take care until then. How much government money ATV groceries would lose if we started drug testing people who get bootstamps? That's how they did us, Texas. That's how they did us. They passed an election in Texas. Any of you guys think that Street Vote was set up by the FBI? busting down the walls of not just the political rhinos, but... I like to Moonlight as someone who knows a thing or two every now and then. Wanna vote on election day? Let's talk about Georgia. Uh, President Trump truthed about this earlier. Ballot images missing, right? Drop boxes with no video. And Disney's like, well, we don't care about that. We're gonna die on this hill. We're gonna be gay and we're gonna rape our children no matter what you say, because we are disney uh we don't normally run see in the dark uh during the week Uh, for those of you who are wondering what the heck is this bald band talking about uh you know multiple broadcasts and shows come here on mr CTV channel uh so you got your c report monday through friday in the evening hours right and uh we do see in the dark which is a late night weekend talk show kind of you know broadcast right so guys watch out we got a swamp creature coming to the screen. So look out now. Look out now. Woo! <laughs> oh no, it's wretched Gretchen Whitmer.